but exactly. yeah, we're back. We took a qu- a little sabbatical last week. Uh, we, me and Evan, went to Tide Down Fest. Uh, shout out to anyone we saw over there, all our friends, all the bands that played. That was yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely awesome. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Edgeman Screen Printing yeah, yeah. for putting that on. Uh, but uh, we're back. We're back to talk about some movies. Uh, someone's got a car in the background. Yeah. Pretty good. Uh, but yeah we're back to talk about some movies uh this one is a real classic uh one of my favorite movies i think it's the same for you guys uh we oh we also got uh not really even a guest anymore it's an honorary member at this point we got yo is it? it's your boy kent how you guys doing yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's actually not here for an anime uh movie but yes uh, I'm, I'm i'm doing good as well uh how are you doing kent good yeah um same with y'all i mean this is a personal favorite and like mm-hmm. i discovered this movie at like a perfect time in my life so i'm glad we're talking about it because it, it this movie's dope yep. it's super silly yeah it's a very formative movie for i i, I sure didn't get in- me and then you guys as well yeah i didn't get into it too like way way too late in my opinion i should have gotten to this in high school it would have been perfect then but i i got into it like mm. just a couple years ago and it's risen it's risen to the top of my favorites of all time at this point oh yeah honestly yeah. it's aged great mm-hmm. <laughs> perfectly uh and what 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 movie is it clerks yep clerks We're talking about clerks today kevin smith yep. the debut of kevin smith yes yes and uh yep. the legend kevin smith this is a classic tweet from a couple years ago <laughs> probably ten, probably 10 years at this point <laughs> 15 2009 oh my god so yeah this is uh this is what i remember him most for wait you want me to read this <laughs> if you, if, if you... <laughs> wait wait 10 years in 10 years in we bone like we're cheating on each other with each other a decade plus in her clit brown taint area still pones my dick if you're in love honestly this is a vibe yeah kevin smith it's, yeah. it's, a, it's, it's a big vibe it's poetry <laughs> dude that taint area don't sleep on the taint dude andrew taint <laughs> oh my god mm-hmm. yeah he's he's goofy kevin smith we all love him <laughs> uh i don't really know what he's up to or i guess he just came out of clerks three recently mm-hmm. uh i have not watched that yet i'm kind of scared not gonna lie Same. yeah i haven't not. watched it either. i watched the second one it's pretty ignorant but it's entertaining for what it is. I've seen Mall Rats, which is kind of a spiritual sequel, and I love that. Uh, That's the only other View Askew movie I've seen. Yeah, so. Chasing Amy, Dogma. There's all kinds of Kevin Smith bangers in there. Uh, yeah, I've seen he had quite a run in the 2000s, but I feel like his humor didn't really. I mean, the humor of Clark's age well, but I feel like his personal humor kind of like aged like Family Guy. Kinda. Yeah, I feel like that humor kind of plateaued in like 2006. Yeah, yeah. but like Clerks is still hilarious to this day, at least for me. Yeah, it absolutely holds up. Uh, but yeah, we're talking about Clerks. Uh, I mean, this might be the movie that we talk about that the most people at this up until this point have heard of in the, uh, mm-hmm. the fistful fan base. Uh, our friends. That was- oh, can we give a word to our sponsor? Who's our sponsor? Our sponsor is Chuli's Gum. <laughs> Shout out Chuli's Gum. Sponsored by Chuli's Gum. Oh, Chuli's Gum. They're, not, oh they're not paying us for this. I just wanted to give no, that reference no. to quit, the clown. Yeah, quit. Use code FISTFUL for 20% off. Quit smoking those cigarettes. And don't sell them to kids. Yeah, don't sell them to kids. You'll get a $500 fine. But yeah, this is uh, Kevin Smith's debut. Clerks, he made it. He uh, sold off his comic book collection and also uh, basically scrounged up as much money as he could from his family to make this movie. It's a very minimal budget. You can tell from the acting. And I mean, one of the funniest bits of the movie is that they couldn't get the door, the sliding screen door open 
in the convenience store they work at for the uh, runtime of the movie. And the reason they did that practically is because they could only film this movie at night. Mm -hmm. So with the screen door shut the entire time, it's always night. They, there's no light to come in uh, logically. So well, that played for a good joke, dark. you know. Yeah, but yeah, it, this movie's pretty loose. Yeah, I like a lot of comedies with that like don't have like a super dense plot it's kind of loose it's just a loose kind of yeah. thorough line that keeps everything together but like this kind of let the joke speak for itself it's just kind of bits throughout uh, i feel like a lot of times uh comedy movies the pl in in comedy movies the plot will kind of overshadow the comedy so i find that a lot of comedy movies and shows uh that tend to have very light plot tend to hit me a little bit better uh like i also think that like a lot of the funniest times in my life are just me and my friends riffing on whatever bullshit is in front of us. And movies like Clerks give that same vibe. Like movies like Clerks, uh, shows like Turpunk Boys, mm -hmm. uh, just reminds me of riffing with the boys. For sure. Mm -hmm. It definitely comes across that too. It's also like, it definitely reaches a pretty wide audience too. Like I feel like later, Kevin Smooth movies, I'm going to say this because I, I mean, I haven't seen them, but just from like the vibe I've gotten like from his later stuff it's definitely for a very specific audience but like this movie i feel like definitely reaches like a pretty wide audience like you have like your stoner comedy type people you have like you know your people that just are that just hate working mm -hmm. you know they're like you know wage their hourly wage job you have just people that you know are like young adults that are yeah. you know don't know what they want to do you know it's kind of it's i think there's something in it for everybody especially yeah. i feel like you hit a good point evan i mean a majority of people in the world are working nine to five uh, minimum wage job. Like a lot of people are doing that. It's a very mm -hmm. common thing. Wait, really? And I heard a podcast that, you, that the average American makes a hundred thousand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The average American uh, owns three cars, uh, has a pool in their backyard. And oh, yeah, for sure. no, but believe uh, it or not, we're, we're making six figures off this podcast. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. Yeah. All our sponsors, like Chewy's Gum, are making this possible. <laughs> yeah. And then did you want to uh, mention the budget, too, for this movie? Kind of speaking on that. Uh, yeah. I know it's really light. How, do you know? Do you have the exact number? I think it's like 27K or something like that, around 20, yeah. 30K. I believe it. And I, I know Kevin Smith sold off his very, uh, very prestigious uh, comic book collection I to hope help he bought fund that this. Back, man, dang, that hurts my feelings. Uh, he actually ended up doing that. I mean, he probably bought that back and more after he. Facts. He got a whole comic book store. Facts, now. he does. Oh yeah, I mean, I think he has a comic book company. Yeah, doesn't he? I wouldn't be surprised if there's Clerks like comic book series going on. Yeah, I know in Clerks three, it's like a lot of multiverse stuff, which, uh, it's very, very on brand of what's in a lot of movies nowadays but uh mm -hmm. i wouldn't be surprised if there's like a comic book series that follows the same stuff yeah well you just want to get into the movie a bit let's yeah yeah it. let's talk about well, the, yeah. the movie itself you can find this movie start off uh on paramount plus that's where i watched it um might be available on somewhere else but that's yeah i got i, got, I watched it on paramount plus too i didn't i don't own this movie on blu-ray or anything uh i know there's probably one out there yeah uh, i know that there's a lot of weirdness with miramax this movie was released through which is Sadly, uh, Harvey Weinstein. Oh, yeah, the Weinstein. Yeah, the, Wein yeah, the Weinstein. <clears throat> Mira and Max are their father and mother. I don't know if y'all knew that. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. I did not know that. Yeah, my film study class, they're like, yeah, Mira and Max are just the Weinstein brothers' parents' names. How about that? Yeah. And, uh, he, uh, I know that Kevin Smith actually, uh, went toe to toe with Harvey, uh, multiple times before Harvey got 
arrested, which shout out Kevin Smith for doing that. He was with the shits, bro. Hell yeah. Yeah. One of the few Hollywood people to, you know, call him out on his shit. I mean, he still worked for him and stuff, but he was basically just saying like, oh, this guy's like a fucking dickhead. Hey, you gotta get paid, man. Yeah. Sometimes you gotta be exploited to feed your family. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he could have he could have signed that contract too before he even knew yeah. that how, mm-hmm. how shitty Weinstein was. Yeah, not everyone's guilty by association. Oh, yeah. But, uh, Evan, uh, how, how we start off in, uh, Clerks? Yeah, so right off the bat, we get the, uh, the View Askew, um, like, logo, like, splash screen intro, and that's pretty fucking wild, um, oh, yeah. from, uh, it's, I mean, you, you can look it up, it's pretty available on YouTube, but from what I've read, that's the only, uh, movie they've used it in. Oh, yeah, really? I don't, that was not in Mall, that was not in Mall Rats, and... Yeah, so it's, it's pretty, it's pretty wild, it definitely sets the tone for how, yeah. uh, goofy the movie's gonna be yeah um, miramax is probably like i cut down on the the weird shit a little bit Kevin. yeah <laughs> yeah so uh we introduced to our main character dante um he is woken up to a phone call he falls out of a, his closet his fucking room's a mess um and you'll see dante's life is just a mess as well um but he gets uh he gets a phone call saying that he's the uh open the grocery store like convenience store that he works at, but he's got a hockey game at two o'clock and uh wasn't supposed to work he was not supposed to work today he was not yeah. at all <laughs> i mean we we we've and, definitely all been there too oh yeah, <laughs> and then he agrees he agrees to do it with the promise that the guy that's supposed to you know relieve him from his shift will be there by noon but this this dude's already whining first scene he's not yeah. even supposed to be here today yeah. he's not even supposed to be here today which is one of my favorite motifs in the movie yeah. that he says like a trillion times yeah. <laughs> i mean with dante it's like the one of the biggest like themes of it is that he can never like put his foot down and just like say no like he's always mm-hmm. just like letting people walk all over him which i mean yeah relatable sometimes uh yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, everyone has those like those jobs where you kind of like end up taking up more than you want to and uh, get yeah. like just yeah people your boss tells you to do shit and you just kind of have to like not ruffle some feathers and do it and you don't want to mm-hmm. yeah so uh we get this we get a pretty cool get ready with you know get ready with me montage for dante Any, yeah uh, they got the clerk's gets- theme song going on oh yeah they low key kind of fitted up. Dude. Yeah, totally. yeah. I mean, everyone, everyone in the '90s just had way more swag. Dude, mm-hmm. yeah, laced up the docks, get ready for work. Yeah, Love it, it. kind of rocks. Yeah, everyone had that that grunge uh, style that like Eddie just type swept beat. everyone. Oh yeah. But yeah, he uh, he, he co- I mean, goes to work. <laughs> he, yeah, he goes to work. <laughs> he goes to work. Uh, very uh, very uh, intriguing stuff going on right now. Uh, he's going to work. Uh, mm-hmm. never seen this before. Uh, he uh, yeah, so he opens the store he opens up what's the name of the convenience store quick stop yeah it's, yeah quick, quick stop. stop yeah 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 Yeah, quick stop uh yeah we get we get the scene with the uh doors being stuck which uh causes it to be dark in there all all day and the, he uses uh a big tarp and some shoe polish to write on the, on a sign saying like oh we, we we i assure you we are open just so people know to not just skip over it that mm-hmm. message sounded so irritated that i assure you <laughs> yeah i assure you we're open yeah also, can uh, why why do they uh, why can't they open the up the door? They put dumb on the locks. Like, yeah. yeah, these people in this savages town. <laughs> in this town, man. That's another yeah. motif, man. There's there's like three yeah, big yeah. motifs that um, shouldn't be here today. Savages in this town, and then the um, the fact that he smells like shoe polish, and everyone's like, "Why do you smell like shoe polish?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I honestly couldn't even tell you what shoe polish smells like. So 
Oh, it's I can I know what yeah, it smells like. It's, it's can you explain it, Evan? Because it's hard to explain. No, it it smells yeah, from Evan's Evan's days of doing blackface. Bro, what the? <laughs> <laughs> nah, Trevor, that was such a good low blow. Oh my god, <laughs> bro, bro, it, it was there. No, it it, it smells very like specific though. Like I don't know, like um, like a paint ish. I don't know, like, like uh, almost yeah, and it. It's very it's, uh, know, like hair pomade like and paint hit a baby or something. Yeah, it's not. It's not a, not a great smell. No, <laughs> like a mortar oil. Yeah, kind of too. Oh, okay. Yeah, something like that. Uh, maybe I've smelt it like when I was younger. I used to go to shoe stores and stuff. Probably. Mm-hmm. But but uh, the gum uh, the gum on the doors reminds me of my old job. I used to work at a uh, liquor store by my house. And we had these little. I don't know why we had them. Nothing was about to grow in these, but they had these big planters outside of it. And I was just kind of like the guy that stocks and like cleans. That was like my job. And people would just throw whatever in these little like planters as if they're trash cans. And every day I'd have to scoop the gum out of there. It was just nasty. I people are like a bunch of savages in this town. Mm-hmm. In a flower pot, that is so bold. Yeah, it's like cigarettes. It was like it. It was a dual purpose uh, ashtray. Garbage can and uh, flower pot for some reason. I'm not surprised the cigarettes like do say. Oh, let me not let me not jump ahead. We'll get to that scene with yeah. the cigarettes. <laughs> but yeah, in this store, just like you know, just like the snarky. I assure you, we're open. The register has a sign that says, "If you plan to shoplift, let us know." <laughs> this is like I feel like so angsty. We like post post nine eleven, uh, like two thousand one. Once we like we came like a more surveilled uh, country, things used to be way more lax. Like you used to be able to kind of like chill a little bit more in your nine to five like shitty job. Yep. Yeah. I feel like nowadays you always have people breathing down your neck. There's cameras everywhere that you can tell if you're slacking, and like they they they've ruined slacking. Dude, the OGs are mad. They can't cheat anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> there's there's nothing better than slacking at your nine to five like shitty job because like also like especially like ninety five ninety six like I feel like. The, the cool thing to do is just be so, like, sarcastic and edgy by, like, saying things like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. Randall. Hating your job is cool. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so uh, he's kind of just, like, chilling on this day. Like, he's not even supposed to be there. Uh, he's, uh, he's he, I mean, he's like all of us, you know. We've had those days at work where we're just like, please let this end. Mm-hmm. And then uh, a man, so, like, a man comes in. We, we get introduced to our first customer. He, he comes in and uh, buys a coffee. Then asked to drink it there for some reason. I don't know. Is, has that ever been a thing where you just drink the coffee or like eat the thing at the counter where you bought it at? That was kind of strange. Nah, uh, but I think it's just playing into how people are just so weird and they have weird requests. <laughs> yeah. And like if you work retail yeah, or any yeah. job, like the service job, people just oh, yeah. like, why are you, why are you even talking to me? What are you saying? Right yeah. Now, bro? Yeah. It's so weird. But yeah, shoo, shoo, like I know. Get out of here. <laughs> drink your coffee somewhere geez. else. Yeah. And then in comes a, in comes a young, a young guy to buy a pack of cigarettes. And uh, the coffee guy gives him this whole like anti-smoking PSA, and then he fucking brings out like visuals too, like in this he, bag he has. He brought out a like a full ass liver. Yeah. Or no, no. Oh, yeah. liver. You guys don't have diagrams of liver. No, long, a long, a long, it's lungs a long. Back pocket. Yeah, it's it got gross long. It's a long. I got I got mixed up. Cigarettes affect lungs, and drinking affects liver. I got mixed. Straight up. edge king. Yeah. I don't have to worry about this stuff. Yeah, it's true. He convinces him to buy a pack of gum instead, though. And then uh, another guy comes in and he asks for a pack of cigarettes and the guy is like, talks to him about gum, you know, and then that's that's pretty much that first scene. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then after that, we get introduced to our heroes. Uh, 
Jay and Silent Bob. <laughs> yep. Uh, Silent Bob played by Kevin Smith himself. Mm-hmm. They're cool as hell. Just vibing. I mean, they're kind of they're kind of shitheads, but they're cool shitheads. Yeah. They're like just like the ultimate slackers. Like uh, Randall and Dante are like main characters. Are like kind of like the slackers, but they're still like you know will participate in society and work a job. And Jay and Silent Bob are the uh, people that don't work and just like mooch off people that get cigarettes and like sell drugs. Yeah, and like holler but, at women. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Cat calling in the middle of the day. Uh, Hang out with Russian singers. Just loitering. Just girl that's, that's my yeah. favorite scene. We'll get to that, but that's like little bit my favorite scene. <laughs> so then we, we get we back we get back to the store and the uh cigarette denouncer is now has a whole audience. Uh he's basically ripping Dante a new one about his the fact that his establishment sells cigarettes, which like any retail person can uh attest to people that get mad at you for things you have no control over. I got just work here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like a, I did not, I did not choose the things I sell. They, they just mad since somebody got to take it. That's all it is. Mm. Yeah, exactly. We've all, we've all been there. Yep. But uh, hero of the day, Veronica, who is Dante's uh, current girlfriend, comes in and uh, basically uh, tells everyone off and sprays a fire extinguisher at them. And she, uh, mm-hmm. she somehow finds out that the guy on the soapbox who was got the mob all riled up is actually a representative yep. of the. Chuli's gum company that he kept recommending people to buy instead of smoking cigarettes. Yeah, he didn't even care about people not smoking. He just wanted to sell sell yeah. gum. <laughs> but Veronica's goaded. I mean, she is. She is goaded, honestly. She is way better of a girl than Dante deserves. Yeah. Yep. She's super nice. Yeah. She just loves him too, like unconditionally. Mm-hmm. And she's smart. She's like in school and shit. Yeah. Gives him good advice that he doesn't want to hear, but needs to hear. Yeah. She, so she comes out and just hangs out with him in the store, which is yeah. just super, also like super cool. Yeah. Cause she knows that he doesn't, he's, he doesn't want to be there and he's bored. So yeah, wasn't supposed to work today. Mm-hmm. They start talking about uh, how many uh, partners that Dante has had. And uh, Dante's honest with her, mm-hmm. with her and tells her 12 or something like that, right? Yeah, he says 12 and then she's had 37. Or thirty six. No, she said she said she had three. She had three romantic partners, and yeah. Oh, you're right. She's given head thirty six times. Thirty six times. And Dante's thirty seven. Yeah, which he makes a big deal out of. Yeah, yeah Dante which... hits the misogyny button like like it's like there's a warship flying over his head. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, because he said, "Oh, I can taste it" or something. Mm-hmm. I'm like, "What, really? Yeah, you can taste the thirty six. You didn't taste them last night. When yeah, you were I... sucking on her tongue, buddy. <laughs> yeah." Bro, he sucks. Yeah. And then um, in comes this guy named Snowball, who Veronica knows. Well, why do they call him Snowball, Evan? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they call him Snowball because he likes to get snowballed, which is, I guess, you know, he gets a blowjob and then he has his own nut spit back into his mouth. Classic move. That's Classic fire. Snowball. And it turns out Veronica has done <laughs> She's it a snowballer. Him. She is the snowballer. She's a snowballer. But uh, so Dante freaks the hell out about this. Yeah. And uh, he hit the misogyny button again. Yeah. 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 What does he say? You suck 36 dicks. Yeah. He, he basically just freaks out about that and says that. And then uh, customers over here and they're like, in a row? In a row? <laughs> <laughs> One of the best lines. She gets pissed off and leaves. Then he yells at her to try to not to suck any dick in the parking lot. <laughs> and then dude starts following after her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That reminds me of the, the baby line. Another misogynistic dude. <laughs> Sucking dick in the parking lot. Yeah, the baby. Oh, man, what happened to the baby? 
I don't know. People realize that he uses the same flow for every song, and they turned on him so fast once they did that. <laughs> it was honestly, it was sad, but it was hilarious. <laughs> Poor guy. No, he is well deserved. He's kind of a he's kind he of a being a dick. Yeah. 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 Honestly, fuck him. But uh, so yeah, she walks out, and then now we're introduced to our other uh main guy, Randall, who is the uh dude who works at the video store, and it's a very fitting opening because he's thirty minutes late to his job. Because he literally does not care. And he's being an absolute dickhead. Yeah. You remember? Because he was talking to the girl. Yeah, yeah. He's, he was like basically like better 20 bucks that he could get into the store faster than she would to rent a <laughs> video, even though he's the guy who owns the, or he's the one working the video store. So uh, the entire argument's pointless because he's just going to go in there and open it anyway. And get a, I don't know if he ended up taking the 20 bucks from her, but. Uh, <laughs> I don't think so. I think he just did it to prove a point. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, he's a, he's a dickhead. He's a true dickhead and he's a sarcastic asshole, but it's very charming in a way. It's so like, lovable. He's kind of like the inner thoughts of yourself working at a convenience store or working your retail job mm-hmm. or working your nine to five, whatever, where you're like dealing with stuff that's so pointless, so like trivial. And you just gotta like say how you really feel sometimes, but like you can't because you're working that like you want to have that paycheck at the end of the day, you want to keep working and make that money. But uh, sometimes you just wish you could just let it all out like Randall does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, He's almost like the spokesperson for your inner thoughts. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, so Randall doesn't like to actually be at his job. He frequently is over in, uh, at the quick stop and he goes over there because it's right across the street. Yeah. Um, well, it's like really like next door. I think I think it's owned by the same person, actually. Yeah. And there's like two separate fronts of the same business. Yeah, that's what I assume. But he goes over and starts talking to Dante. And Dante explains that um, Veronica wants Dante to go to school and uh, he's contemplating whether to stay with her and go to school or get back with his ex, which is like yeah, super terrible. <laughs> Caitlin and Caitlin's like, I mean, Veronica's so good to like, it just sucks that she's getting played like that by Dante. Mm-hmm. She has every, every right to be mad at him. Yeah, I know. And then Randall reads, he's reading in the newspaper that she's engaged to an Asian design major. Yeah, yeah. Which the only reason I say that is because like they sit, it's like got another another motif. Yeah. They, was, yeah, they keep one. saying throughout the movie. The guy doesn't have a name. He's just the Asian design major. He's just the Asian design yeah. major. Yeah. Like seriously. That's like I kind of what I like about this movie is that the characters are very gray. They're not like like Dante is definitely not a good guy. Randall's not a good guy. But they're like mm. they're real. Like they're like accurate depictions of like people in the a, average guy. Yeah, people in an average town working an average job having average conversations just yeah i mean some of the events in the movie aren't very average but they're like they, they could happen but everything could 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 happen oh yeah that goes on here i don't know what this says about like the job you know the job i worked at but like a lot of the conversations not like super similar but are just super similar to like stuff i'd be talking about yeah work. you know just like relationship relationship things things going mm-hmm. at school or it's like complaining about customers. It's just super relatable. I feel like Randall and uh, Dante have a more close relationship than I've had with my coworkers. That might just be me. I don't like to open up that much with my coworkers too much. Yeah. But like, I feel like they have a very close relationship, and they're like kind of like yin and yang almost. Because Dante is like yeah. the the mm-hmm. person that's going to get the job done, and like 
do it, but he's going to be like regretting doing it. But Randall's a person who's not going to really do it, but like is a very strong person and is like able to like talk his way out of situations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I definitely see that. But then we get into one of the best bits. I know, Kent, you love this bit. Uh, the lady, some some lady with a child comes into the uh, video store and asks for a a movie called Happy Scrappy Hero Pups. Yes, <laughs> Happy Scrappy Hero Pup. I kind of want to get a t-shirt of that. <laughs> I feel like you should get a t-shirt of the, the list of movies and then Happy Scrappy Hero Pups yeah. uh, at the bottom of it. Because what did he say? Oh, yeah, I'm making a, he, he was making an order. Oh, that's such a great scene because Randall's just like on the phone making an order and he's just like, yep. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we want uh, shiny sluts from the planet Mars and come, come quickly, come, <laughs> yeah, he just come comes, inside. Yeah. He goes on for like a solid come minute, only. just listing a bunch of porn. It's so yeah, funny. And it's it's really funny. Uh, I I I dipped I dipped into the IMDb trivia for this movie while uh, before we did this episode, and uh, don't tell me they're real porno names. <laughs> well, no, that's not that, not that. But the actor who played Randall actually refused to do it in front of the child, even though uh, the child was so young that he wouldn't even understand what the guy was saying at all. So in the in the scene. They film it separately, the reaction of the lady and him saying it. Oh, they totally do. Yeah, it's more of like a per- perspective thing. Yeah, because the actor who played Randall didn't want to do it in front of the child because he would feel too uh, embarrassed or bad about it, which understandable. <clears throat> so funny when actors don't act like their characters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. At all. Yeah. So the uh, the next bit we get is uh, Jay and Silent Bob are hanging out. They hang outside the video store. I always thought it assumed it was the uh, the quick stop, but it's, I, I think it's actually right outside the video store. Is it not? Yeah. Wasn't it I, mean, I think Dante's the two stores? Yeah, it might be in between. They're just because they're next. I door. feel like Dante's more apt to like telling him off than Randall would be. Randall would be like whatever. Yeah, but they're outside. Does not care. They're outside hanging with uh, Bob's Russian cousin. And uh, he wants to play in a. He moved. He moved to the city. He wants to play in a metal band, and he uh, he sings his beautiful rendition of his song Berserker. Uh, I feel like this is a complete bullshit story too. I don't think this guy is actually from Russia. No. I think it's just some random. <laughs> <think so. laughs> well, I thought so, but then near the end of the movie, they played the studio production Berserker. version of Berserker. <laughs> <laughs> What's the guy's name? Uh, I don't know. What was his name? I don't Bob? No, wait, that's, that's Silent, Silent Bob. Bob. No, I just thought yeah. he had like a one-syllable name, too. Yeah. Um, Dang, I can't remember his name. I just remember his band being called Fuck Your Yankee Blue Jeans or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then the girl, the end of the scene, the girl's, did he just say making fuck? <laughs> Oh, yeah, it's, making, it's, 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 it's Olaf. Olaf. Oh, Olaf. Yeah, Jinx. Olaf. Jinx. Dude, yes. Olaf Berserker. My love for you. Because he wouldn't do it. And he's like, girl, think sexy. Come on, Olaf. <laughs> <laughs> this is so funny. Start talking to him like he's an animal. My love for you is like a truck berserker. <laughs> Would you like some making fuck berserker? <laughs> <laughs> I'll watch what he's going to sing. I'll watch It's too funny. My love for you is like a truck bell sucker. Would you like some making fuck bell sucker? <laughs> That's fucking funny, man. Did he say making fuck? <laughs> it's so sick. <laughs> I will buy the album. I'm, I'm buying the Berserker record. Yeah, I'm down for Berserker. <laughs> so down. And after this, we get oh, yeah. a, a legendary bit where Dante and Randall discuss uh, Return of the Jedi in Empire Strikes Back uh, Star Wars movies. And, uh, Randall uh, makes up a pretty good point where he uh, is like uh, basically saying like ha- all like the first Star Wars. It's pretty clear that all the uh, people that died in the Death Star were bad, like they're bad guys. Uh, 
they because it was already built yeah and plus they shot they destroyed alderaan like that was pretty fucked up for them to do mm-hmm. whole planet yeah. uh but in the second one after all these people are dead the death star would probably have to hire in some independent contractors to uh help uh build the next death star and uh they were basically exp- or debating the ethics of the uh rebels uh going to destroy the second death star because they would be killing a lot of uh innocent people a very good point yeah a very good point yeah, uh, i love his point there but but the uh but a roofing guy comes in and says that uh independent contractors let personal politics determine what jobs they take yeah. so what do, what, what do you guys think uh, do you think that the rebels were in the right for the second death star explosion should they have just came in got prisoners what you, what do you think well people have gone on the record to, to like question the ethics of the rebels anyways so i don't know yeah i've seen some takes where it's like oh well the uh princess of alderaan like they're they're like a bourgeois like group and like yeah while the while the imperial army aren't exactly uh good they uh yeah it's it's two sides of bad fighting against each other because like kind of the one is like a monarchy like the alderaan like princess leia and all that and like that the, they're yeah yeah but uh i don't know, yeah, I mean, he, I don't the, know. randall brings up some good points yeah the whole conversation was just interesting and then the old guy was like hey <laughs> that's interesting because let's just yeah. and then he had an actual like real life example too and i was like dang this is the most kevin smith smith coded like dialogue it's so funny yeah, yeah. he's really quick with it and then we get into, like, this is kind of the part of the movie where we're kind of, like, really going through their day by day. Uh, Randall uh, and Kevin Smith uh, also argue about the different types of customers that they get into the store because Dante is basically saying, like, oh, like, the customer's a customer, doesn't matter. And then Randall's like, oh, well, you don't have any, like, particularly annoying customers that you find a motif in. And uh, they go over a few of, like, the egregious examples of customers that they get through day by day. Oh, like oh, the yeah. milkmaids? The, uh, the milkmaids. The milkmaid. Well, okay, what who, is a milkmaid? I, I was actually just debating this uh, with Lauren, my girlfriend, because uh, I mentioned the word milkmaids for some reason. And I was like, wait, Milk- what is a milkmaid? Like, cause he- milkmaids are the ones that, like, milk the cows. That's what that's all oh, the, the actual term, yes, is the people who are like hired to well, are slaves in some instances, but yeah, the ones who milk the cows, yeah. And then, but in this, yeah, one, but in the movie, it's it's really just well, ex- yeah. expiration of date hunters, that's all. Because yeah. in my context, I always thought like the milkmaids were like the uh German woman at bars that like <laughs> bring you the beers like in the big kegs. No, no they have the big kegs, that's a that. different name if I'm not mistaken, or they just call them Freulein because they're girls, I don't know. Uh, yeah, no, they're uh, <laughs> I always I always thought they were referred to as milkmaids. Aren't they like beer maidens? Yeah, literally something Maybe. like that. Like, <laughs> yeah, milkmaids are the ones that milk the cows. Okay. Or they could be the ones that like, well, like milkmen usually deliver. Yeah. Well, they don't really do that anymore. Yeah, the no, milkmen. milkmen no. are supposed to have sex with their wives when the husbands are at work. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, my house actually still has one of those milk uh, things in it to get milk deliveries. Like our, my house is like a milk crate? old enough. Uh, no, I have a milk crate. It's like a it's like a thing inside the house that like you open like one side, you put it in there, and then the interior you open as well, and you get it out of there. Oh yeah, yeah, okay, I got you. Damn, the dairy industry used to have our culture in a chokehold. Yeah, because. Uh, my house is older. It's, it was built in like the 30s or 40s, and it's in Wyandotte. So I'm not gonna dox myself on here. Actually, I don't cut that. You just but, got docs. Nah, yeah. Wyandotte, Michigan. It's pretty. It's kind of a tourist spot. Someone's gonna show up at your door. Yeah. 
but yeah, the other guys they talk about are the uh, the egg people that um oh, that sit on the floor and examine. They're looking for the perfect dozen. Yeah, not to dox myself any further, but I actually work in a grocery store, and there's definitely people. Oh, the, the worst are the people that just go into the egg crates and just take eggs out of it and put it in their bag. That is sick, sick like, old behavior. They just take. They just take eggs? Just take eggs, yeah. People do it all the time. Aren't they worried about them cracking like, in their perks or something? I, I have no idea, but they... Ins- I think that's the least of their worries if they're doing that shit. <laughs> yeah, they're like, just... Yeah. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll open up an egg crate and I'll see, like, half of it's missing. I'm like, oh, great. I guess I have to throw this away. Mm-hmm. Oh, did y'all peep a little trivia that, um... I just looked this up not too long ago. The, one of them, the milkmaid is actually Kevin Smith's mother. So fun trivia there. Oh, really? Yeah. I, cool. I think I, I saw that as well. Yeah, that's, that's, that's really funny. He's using any resources he can get to make this movie. Dude, 27K and you had to sell all your comic books. It's like every every second counts. Yeah, I guess they were. I guess also it was like sleeping in the place. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because he was basically there all day, like working the job and then filming and then sleeping and then doing this next Mm -hmm. same thing next day. Dang, what a legend. Yeah, really made it work, though. For real. But yeah, so uh, the next two quick scenes we get are Veronica comes in with lasagna and uh, for Dante, and they make up about the, the 37. Yeah, Dante's still kind of salty uh, about it, though. He's such he's a dickhead. Salty, but, but... Uh, yeah, but they sort of make up yeah, yeah, yeah. in like a weird like dickhead way. But also, Dan- Dante... Dante's still waiting for Caitlyn anyway, so it's like, really? Yeah, yeah. He's just stringing her along. Yeah, and then sucks. Dante also finds out that his boss is in Vermont, who is going to relieve him um, at noon, so he's stuck at the store all day, even though he wasn't supposed <laughs> to be there, and he's got a hockey game at 2. So, yep. yeah. We, uh, we find out what ha- happens with the hockey game, don't we? Oh, yeah, because uh, he's stuck there. He uh, calls his buddies up and it's like, OK, let's go play on the roof instead. Uh, so the whole time I'm watching this, I am like literally like so tense because I just think about one of them just falling off the roof because the roof's not that tall. It's like like knee level. Yeah. Like the the barrier around them. Oh, I guess you could check somebody right off the, the, the top, huh? Yeah, you could check someone or like even you're in rollerblades. So if you don't stop soon enough, you're just falling right off the roof. I didn't even think about but that. But also like I find it so hilarious that he was so fucking worried about this hockey game and it's just some like jank pickup game. Like, oh, yeah. Like there wasn't even like a real hockey game. No, as, yeah. It's like as dudes a in sweatpants. Player, I don't want. I don't say I hate it, but it's like, man, y'all don't. Y'all are. Y'all don't play hockey. <laughs> no, it's like this is what he was worried about at two o'clock. So bad. And, and we got three of the best hockey jerseys in this scene. We got the New Jersey Devils hockey jersey. At, then we have the Lemieux jersey yeah. on. And we got Randall's jersey. Rand, Randall's got the CCCP. Uh, Dude, I want uh, the CCCP. Is that bad? That I want that. That's it's sick. sick. No, it's sick. Bro. No, it's sick. It's so sick. And the, the Penguins jersey. Yeah. I mean, the best hockey team ever. Dude, Mario Lemieux skating on your crew. But yeah, and their game ends in like two minutes because yeah, the one of them, they, they didn't bring enough balls. So they just they only brought one someone ball. slap shots the ball off the, the roof. The pissed off like uh, customer, <laughs> he comes up and he's yeah. just like at a yelling match with Dante. And he's like, you know what? Let's, yeah. let's skate with us, bro. Yeah. And just smacks the ball off the roof. And, and, and then his homies take all the Gatorade from the store. They take all the Gatorade. <laughs> so yeah, the, the, ga- the game that they close the store up for last like probably like 10 minutes at most yeah so uh game's done and they're back to working yep yeah uh randall tells dante that one of the uh one of his 12 x's number six specifically died and that the funeral is like today so they both decide to just leave work and go i don't know yeah. why <laughs> i think this is the the one scene that kind of uh i feel like because the last of the movie takes place 
basically in the video store and this is the one that kind of takes yeah. us away from there i feel like this is the one scene that kind of not bothers me but i feel like it's a little bit too like out of character it jumps the shark a little bit i think yeah like knocking the casket over like i feel like it's a bit yeah i mean that was some pure slapstick like really that's three stooges type levels like yeah yeah and, and i yeah. i heard that they were trying to film the actual like thing happening but they like kevin smith was running out of money so they just kind of like winged it and did the after the aftermath of it rather than the mm-hmm. thing happening itself which kind of yeah. kill kills it a little bit but we get a really great yeah. uh bit where they're in the car on the way and uh <laughs> uh that's a good bit. the randall and kevin smith debate uh or randall says that his like on the way they talk start talking about death or whatever because they're going to a funeral and randall's like oh my uncle died a couple years ago and uh dante's like oh like what happened like how did that happen and randall's like oh he tried to like suck his own dick yeah <laughs> and like he broke his neck or something like that that's ridiculous and uh so then randall kind of randall kind of baits uh dante into saying that he's done tried it before and then randall's like no nah, i never did that oh my <laughs> God, that's, like that's such just pure idiot two idiot friends like yeah. bickering dude like I had, mm-hmm. I've had a conversation with my friends like yeah everybody stuck in their finger up their butt and sniffed it right like oh yeah 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 I haven't done that <laughs> yeah I haven't done that <laughs> so far <laughs> so far and then the uh, Randall for some reason wants to borrow Dante's car <laughs> to rent a movie from a different video store <laughs> I mean if we see he's we, 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 we look at oh, Randall's God. video store it's kind of so shitty like there's like nothing in there he's probably got some hidden gems in there though they might they might have you didn't love uh, all the Tom Hanks movies uh, I mean those are pretty gar- uh, uh, I'm not gonna expose my thoughts on Tom Hanks in this podcast just yet but uh... <laughs> I don't know I your Tom Hanks disdain I had to start the podcast oh okay I, I didn't know <laughs> I didn't know what you're doing there. Uh, I'm familiar with your game. I miss my local video store. I don't know if you guys. Bro, tell me about it. Mine was next to my local ice cream shop, like the Dairy Queen. It's like being held together by sticks and wood. And like, we are literally like, that was the spot to be, bro. Family night right there. Swear to God. And then the high school, all my friends worked at the Dairy Queen. So it was just like free ice cream. Oh, man. Go in a movie. Come on, bro. Ours was next to a Little Caesars. That's fire. Was, yeah. Like, Mine was like a block away from my house. So like me and my family would just like take a walk there and rent some stuff. And it was like they had the video store cat. The video oh. store cat. Yeah, the video store cat. That was like something straight out of New York. I love it. Yeah. And at one point, the cat got hit by a car and lost a leg. So that was like the three-legged video store cat for a little bit. Bro, he survived though. What a genius. Yeah, Let's go. a legend. Cats, you know, they have nine lives. Nine lives. They do have. Nine Damn, lives. cats really are some sturdy little sons of bitches, man. I used to. I used to rent uh, Scooby Doo like uh, Cyber Chase. Oh, the James the James Gun. Oh, Cyber Chase. Cyber Let's Chase. Go. Yeah, Cyber Chase is my shit. Uh, I, what were your guys' like top video rentals when you were guys when you were kids? I used to love just like browsing the horror section, just to, like scare myself as oh a kid my and God, be like, dude, "Oh yeah." I would not walk on that side of the store. It freaked me out. It freaked me out, but at least for some reason I just loved like walking and looking at him. But then I would go get Goosebumps Goose, instead. Yeah, that's classic. <laughs> I used to watch Goosebumps on uh, Cartoon Network when they'd have them on like reruns. I would like I would like record them on DVR. Yeah, me too. We're kind of like in this weird generation where we're like in between like analog and digital. Like I feel like we were like kind of like the last mm-hmm. generation to like like we were we were born I was born in ninety nine and you two were born in ninety eight, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we were what, ten and eleven when the um cable went 
from analog to digital. Yeah, and like that's crazy. Yeah. I I didn't really have a cell phone until like end of middle school, but like now Amazing. now kids are just like growing up with iPads and everything. It's yeah. just crazy how quick things yeah. went from one to the other. Yeah, we had like millennial childhoods, but we're Gen Z. It's kind of bizarre. Like I was like, yeah, that was like the home like the home computer. Like I would have to log on on there. Dude, you guys have ever used dial up internet? I never used that. I mean, I'm sure my my, my grandparents had that. I'm sure to like oh eight. <laughs> I'm sure my dad used that when yeah. I was younger. I just didn't really wasn't really like conscious of it, but I never like experienced mm-hmm. it really as a kid. Yeah. But it can't. What was your um your video store rental uh classics? Dude, honestly, like probably like the cartoon movies, like with the fam, like with my brothers. Okay, okay. Um, mm-hmm. but also also like man, <sighs> yeah. I just I'd say the cartoons. I'd say the Nickelodeon mm-hmm. joints in the movies, Jimmy Neutron's and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Kangaroo Jack. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that once in theater and never watched it again. Dude, I remember we we rented that Dragon Ball movie and that was like we're done renting movies. Oh yeah, I rent I rented Avatar the the uh, M Night Shyamalan one one time because I, I, I this is before I was like conscious of like things being good and bad. I think that's when I first started like clicking and be like, oh wow, things can be bad. I know, and it was like you're coping as a kid. You're like, oh, I think that was good. Yeah, I'm supposed to. Lie. I've never seen a bad movie. Wait, wait. There's an M. Night Shyamalan Avatar movie? Oh my god. Like, how the we... Last Airbender? What? Do you know about this? It's literally one of the worst films ever made. Oh, like the live action one? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I know. I didn't know M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, Jesus. he's such a hit or miss director. It's honestly hysterical. I don't, I've never liked any of his stuff. I like Sixth Sense. Well, Sixth Sense is cool. Signs is cool. That's the only one. Signs is. Oh, uh, yeah. What else has he directed? I mean, most of his stuff's very. Split is overrated. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't, didn't see like Split. It. I didn't. Uh, his, I saw his newest film. It was not bad. Um, Knock, Knock at the, the cabin. cabin. Didn't like it. It was alright. I've never seen Unbreakable, so I don't know. I can't attest to that one. I've heard that one's really good though. I heard good things about that one too. Yeah. But yeah, man. Uh, yeah, they call they call Ang Ong in the M Night Shyamalan version. Oh, God, dude. Ong. And like, why did you guys make the Fire Nation like brown when they were like supposed to be <laughs> depicted as Asian? Like, they, like they had <laughs> the regions. The brown people were the water tribe. Yeah. The fire people were, were Asian. Y'all didn't have to mix, mess that up. And <laughs> nice Shyamalan, like, why is he even, like, continuing that trope? Like, isn't he... He's Indian, right? Like... He, I'm pretty sure he's Indian. Yeah, so... <laughs> why are you continuing... I don't know, bro. Dev Patel was like... Like, I love Dev Patel, but y'all could have just cast him as, like, somebody in, in the Earth Kingdom yeah. or something. I don't know, bro. He didn't have to be Zuko. Yeah. Man, I need to rewatch Avatar. I don't watch it no more. Like the, like the show. Oh, dude, I watched that cartoon in the Casket, right? We were talking yeah, about the casket yeah. gag, and then they got they ran away, and it was just really Looney Tunesy. I do want to mention the amazing soundtrack in this movie. I mean, on the way to the the funeral, they get a sick Bad Religion song in the car. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite punk bands from the '90s. Uh, I, I love that band. Uh, I know a lot of people kind of they're hit or miss with a lot of people, but I love the melodic, like almost pop punk vibes they give. Yeah, I, I didn't know they were hit hit or miss. I thought they were kind of legend status. Uh, a lot of a lot of like hardcore guys think they're too melodic and poppy and a bit too corny. 
Hey, y'all gotta have fun, bro. Y'all gotta be like Henry Rollins. Like, if he enjoys the Spice Girls, y'all can enjoy the Spice Girls. <laughs> and then I think my favorite, uh, my favorite uh, needle drop in this movie is the uh, "Got Me Wrong" by Allison Chains when uh, we get oh, introduced yeah. to Randall uh, earlier on in the movie. I love that song. Yeah, yeah. the Randall chapter. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I love that song. It just it, it fits perfectly. Top tier song. Yeah. So good. Oh, yeah, I think it's a Soul Asylum song in this movie too. It's really good. Uh, yeah, great. Oh, yeah. What was the cover? I'm about to look up the soundtrack right now. Oh, the um, there was a Fleetwood Mac cover. Oh man, I'm looking it up right now. Uh, it was um, Go Your Own Way, if I'm not mistaken. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I don't know who by, did the cover. By, by Seaweed. They're like a Seaweed. Yeah, they're a decent like punk and post hardcore band from the '90s. Yeah. I love I love when like punk or like hardcore bands do like covers of like pop songs. Yeah, I love yeah. that. Uh, we also get Jesus Lizard on the soundtrack, Corrosion uh, uh, of Conformity, Soul Asylum, uh, yeah, Stabbing Westward. Great little like '90s like mishmash of like metal, grunge, alt rock, punk. Yeah, mixtape vibes, MTV vibes, MTV vibes, mm-hmm. late night MTV because it's not like, like the A side stuff. It's like all oh, the B side. Like oh, you hear this on like you hear this hear this once and not hear it again on there. Right, I even had the little dope hip hop hip hop breakdown where Jay was doing was breakdance. Oh yeah, <laughs> low key hit that shit. Yeah, he was hitting it. He was getting it. But uh, yeah, okay, yeah. It was after the video store when Randall goes there. Uh, yeah, he borrows the car, goes there, and then Dante when he's uh, when uh, Randall's gone, he uh, gets harassed by this gym bro who kind of looks doesn't really look too much like a gym bro. The guy they cast in this, but uh, no, he comes in and basically is like talking shit about Dante, saying he's like weak and shit. And yeah. <laughs> they say they say he looks out of shape. He was yeah. like going for his masculinity. That was funny. <laughs> Have you guys ever encountered someone doing this? shit to you are you kidding my, my every parents? day at the golf course yeah <laughs> it's like if you're, if you're not like jacked you're like wasting your life it's like okay bro literally no that's my dad if he lost weight he's like come on bro i feel like get it get after it. i feel like a lot of it is cope for like people that like spend a lot of their time like i mean obviously it's great to be healthy and whatever but like the people that are really punishing about it, it's like cope that they spend so much time doing it that like they and nobody actually cares yeah it's really not. It's actually really sad because sometimes it's like a men- I don't want to get too much in a tangent, but sometimes it is like a mental illness thing where it's like you think that you're doing this output for the world, but you're not doing it for yourself. Yeah, you're not getting anything out of it. And so you're just kind of still scraping for serotonin, even though you're jacked. And it's like now you just look like Goku crying in the middle yeah. of the parking lot. Like, what's going on? <laughs> exactly. Sad. But after this, a cop comes in while this uh, tangent's going on. When this guy's braiding Dante and he gives him a he writes up a fine for 400 hours. And now he's like, what the fuck? What is this for? And he goes, oh, you sold a uh, child a cigarette uh, four hours ago. It's just a 500 hour fine. And uh, Dante's like, well, I was like, he he said he was working initially. He said he was working all day, but he didn't really like come to like, he didn't think this was going to be a fine. So he was kind of just like saying that just to get the cop to stop talking. And he didn't think it was going to get a fine. And it turns out that when Randall was covering for Dante a little bit, uh, Randall ended up handing a child a packet of cigarettes without looking. And the uh, child's mother complained. It's very uh, convoluted, but uh, it ends up being Dante's fault and he gets a $400 fine. Yeah. 
Also, turns out that the gym guy used to fuck two of uh, Dante's exes. <laughs> <laughs> that too. While they were dating. Yeah. While they were dating. <laughs> like, dang, Dante, you're a cuck boy, dude. Oh, yeah. You got cucked. Yep. And then Caitlyn actually comes into the store right after this, though. Yep. Dante's ex. Yeah, Caitlyn. Uh, the one who's marrying the design Asian design major. Mm-hmm. I, I find it funny that they would write in the... I guess maybe his name's in there, and it's very... It, it Maybe it's Asian sounding, but like... I just like I'm imagining them writing age. Oh, local girl marries Asian design major in the local paper. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Bunch of savages. Bunch of savages. But uh, turns out she's breaking off the engagement with the Asian yeah. design major. And, and uh, Dante acts completely different around Caitlyn than Veronica. Like he's like oh, he yeah. like if Caitlyn had told Dante that he she had uh gave head thirty six times, Dante would probably just be like oh yeah like. Like obviously it doesn't really matter. Like your partner's sexual or sexual past is not mm-hmm. relevant to anything. But like Dante would have like not freaked out on Caitlyn for the same thing he freaks out on Veronica for. Yeah, and then Dante like they they both turns out they both want to get together. They set up a date for after work, even though they're still dating Veronica. Yeah, it's it's really shitty. And people complain about a lot of the acting in this movie, and a lot of it is ignorable because it's very low budget and some of the yeah, it's super yeah. amateur some of the issues with the acting is kind of charming just because of how like i don't know it just it just adds to the charm of the movie because it's very low budget it's black and white just so many like things to cut corners yeah. to save costs it's like charming in yeah. a way like it could easily be bad but it just works you know it's kind of like scott Pilgrim. except for the girl who plays caitlin but i will say caitlin yeah, the girl that mm-mm. awful. Oof. The weight she got this awful list. It's like it's it's definitely a stylistic thing. It's like a vocal inflection. Yeah, it, it's it's like a fake lisp. It's like a fake like. <laughs> I love how pressed you guys are about the lisp. Because because like if you listen, it's like on and off. Like she'll lisp on yeah. certain like s's. Like especially at the beginning of like if she said like silent Bob, she say silent Bob. Yeah, silent Bob. But like she was doing like accent training like during her lines yeah she is like <laughs> yeah, it was so overacting weird. to the worst extent it's so fucking weird it's, it's like hard to listen to sometimes yeah it's I was, I was watching this with my brother and even he goes why does she talk yeah, like that? yeah. i'm like i don't know <laughs> hey but i said if she sounded like what's her face um i feel like it's almost like a southern kind of like yeah it's she sounded like uh lori laughlin's character at uh in oh, yeah, y'all they said both he, did yeah. that. i was like what the hell she sounded like uh aunt becky God, isn't it awful? My mother sent that in. I take it she likes the guy. But uh, yeah, they, they're they about to go on a date. Uh, Dante ain't shit, boy. Dante ain't shit. Yeah, Dante is he willing. Sucks, yeah, he's like just like sneaking around Veronica instead of like being a man and breaking up with her. You would mm-hmm. think his girlfriend freaking sucks. But in the opening scene with her, she was literally rot- she was literally spraying customers with freaking fire hydrant for, or fire, fire extinguisher <laughs> yeah. for her. And this is how you want to treat her. Yeah. And she brought him a whole plate of lasagna. Yeah. Right. And this is how you treat her, man. Yeah. And then we get the six scene of Jane and Bob dancing outside right after this. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Hit that shit. She was fire. We get a, uh, a bit of 90s transphobia right here where Randall's like rents the, uh, the transaction. Yeah, a transsexual vampire blood sucking something. Something stupid. No, it's actually chicks hey, with dicks. Chick, oh, chicks yeah, with yeah, dicks. Yeah. Yeah. Chicks with dicks joke. And it's like, okay. Honestly, kind of, it, it almost aged right because, you know, we love chicks with dicks out here now. You feel me? They the homies. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, I mean, it, I, feel, I feel like it's kind of, it's like, he obviously is just doing it because it's like, oh, well, this is like so, like. Yeah, it's fetishy. Yeah. Of course. But like. And he's just being cringy, Randall. Yeah. Scary. But, uh, and then, uh, Caitlin's there and, uh, Dante is still, he's like going home to freshen up or whatever for the day. I, I, what is he doing actually? 
I think that's what he's doing, right? Yeah, he he, he puts on a, a really cool Cosby sweater. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. The the whole thing's really annoying with Dante is that like he'll like be willing to like mess his shit up throughout the day if it's convenient for him. Like like oh I'm I'm going on a day with Caitlin, so now I can like skip out on work. But like if Veronica like was like wanting to do the same thing with him, he'd like find an excuse like oh I can't actually like get out of work like yeah. So it's like yeah, he's a complete moron. Yeah. So like he's he like picks and chooses when things like block what he wants to do if it just depends on what so yeah up. exactly before we get into this scene though we got we, we do have to we forgot to touch the uh the scene where the old man yeah dante's just working the counter and this uh this old man comes in and asks to use the bathroom and dante's like that's nah, for employees only he's like, can i use it and he's like all right and then he leaves and then comes back and asks for any <laughs> any reading material and he's like all right yeah like what do you want and then he points to like you know like a porno mag it's the porno mag Yes, Johnny boy, I need some entertainment, Johnny boy. <laughs> <laughs> and then he asked for some for some toilet paper. He said, well, the salt, uh, the salt. He kind. comes back again, talking about Sonny boy. Um, do you use the toilet paper back there? Because my hemorrhoids, oh, it's <laughs> it's it's gonna rip a new one. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I mean, it's I'm so gonna funny. say like the toilet paper that most stores have are so bad, like unusable. Toilet paper is a scam. This is a quick PSA. Toilet paper is a scam. Get a bidet. Yeah. Like that shit. You're, you're scratching poop. You're spreading poop on your anus and you're scratching your anus up. Yeah. Stop Bro, it. But as someone, as someone who has an employee only bathroom, people, people ask to use, it's so fucking annoying to be like, can I use your bathroom? Like, no. Yeah. You don't go in there and, and give birth. Hell no. Yeah. And, and then they let them use the bathroom. They come out complaining about the bathroom. Like, yeah, well, it's for employees only. Yeah. Like, bro. Dickheads. So annoying. I am actually, uh, uh, to be honest, I haven't, I haven't used a public restroom, like, for that in probably since high school. I, I'm, like, a strictly a home, hotel, or, like, uh, place I'm comfortable in uh, type of guy. I don't know about you guys, but... Are you talking about jerking off or pooping? <laughs> pooping, no. <laughs> making sure. It's not, what, it's not what this guy was doing, so I'm making sure. Oh, man. Uh, maybe both. <laughs> I've, I've been jerked off in a public bathroom since high school. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead. Nah, nah. <laughs> I was, try- I was yeah, trying to ward it right. I completely messed up. But uh, yeah, no. I, <laughs> no, it's okay. We I, got it. I, I, no, you're good. You're good. I'm. I'm. It made for a good bit. I. I. I'm not a public restroom user. Uh, I. I try to avoid it at all costs. Uh, I. Oh, I, I'd, I'd be shitting yeah, in public bathroom. Me and Evan have definitely discussed this before. Uh, yeah. But I. Oh yeah. Sometimes it'll just come out, bro. It's two. It's two places specifically, and I don't fucking know why. It's Target and Barnes and Noble. Whenever I walk in there, it's like, hey, I gotta go to the bathroom. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's just, it, I feel you on Barnes and Noble because I'm a member. It's like Barnes and Noble, especially. It's like you smell the adhesive or the glue in the books mines, and then it's that's like what, it's that's wraps. what they say. The Pavlov's dog response. I don't know. hate it. It happened last weekend. I walked in there. I was like, I gotta go. You just start pooping <laughs> as soon as you walk yep. in. Nah, mm-hmm. cause mine under construction, they, it's down to one bathroom and it's jacked up. No. Uh, yep, it's wraps, bro. It's a building. It's a it's a line out the building every time I'm. Oh, Jesus. you know what? I know what I know what's one you're talking about. That's the one that's closest bro, oh, to me. You too. live by me, baby. Let's not dox yep. ourselves, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That one is this. Yeah, it's still under construction. It yes, makes it hard. Dude. I'm pissed about it. I know. They know we'd be shitting. Like you gotta go to the Kroger doing. next door. Like <laughs> <laughs> you feel me, bro? <laughs> oh yeah. 
Hey, we be pooping. We be pooping. It's a natural thing. I know. It just happened. But uh, so All right. so yeah, this guy, this guy is in the bathroom, and he he goes into it, and then you don't really hear about him at all for like probably like a good hour of the movie well yeah you just assume he went to the bathroom and like that's yeah, the whole bit exactly. you know he wanted a porno mag you know like like he left off screen right yeah yeah totally. but caitlin caitlin comes uh we, we cut to the store again yeah and Ka- caitlin comes out of the bathroom well, well, for, doing that cl- first off uh like caitlin asked for dante uh, or asked randall where dante is and i say like, i don't know probably the bathroom or something so she goes in there yeah that's right that's right and uh she comes out and doing like the very stereotypical like movie cliche of like the woman post-sex doing like oh that was great type of thing yeah you know? the cigarette after sex yeah biting up her like shirt yeah and uh she said that like the bathroom didn't have lights on and like she had like great sex with dante but dante walks in the, <laughs> in the room like in the store from the front door just you know because he went home and changed and she was like dante how'd you get out here so fast he's like bro i wasn't in the bathroom with you and she was like nah stop playing and she was like no he's like no i wasn't in the bathroom with you and it turns out <laughs> she the uh can you want to explain what happened? <laughs> let's do let's do it yeah dude mr og take, take one for the team kent <laughs> mr sunny boy he had listen dante was was a kind enough gentleman to give him his little porno mags my my man had a little <laughs> wink um and i think that mm-hmm. he 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 went a little too he get, hard he and a, his heart stopped he had a heart attack and when your yeah. heart stops yeah when you have an erection um your penis can still be stiffer. The blood stays in there for an eerily amount of time. So yeah. rigor mortis, rigor mortis, mm-hmm. rigor caucus. Exactly. And like he was down for the count. Our girl, our, our the hero of our story, <laughs> Veronica. She she takes she takes. No, a, that's Caitlin. I'm sorry, Caitlin. Right, Caitlin takes a stroll in there. You know, does does the do with who she thinks is Dante. You know, she's being sexy. It's in the dark. With the she stiff. straddles up. She hops on. Has a seat. Gets a little freaky time. And uh, yeah, she had sex with a dead body. Well, yep. Uh-uh. I want to say this man, his physique is nothing like Dante. I don't a, know. He literally was built like Mario, that little old man. <laughs> yeah, he's like definitely shorter than him and definitely wider. Like she and must have thought, all, well, she hadn't been with Dante in a couple years since high school, or whatever. Right? Maybe she just thought, oh, he kind of let himself go. He was just, you know. He was hiding. Was he was had a big old shirt, big old shirt. Well, on. He she, was hiding she, the stomach. She had, she had seen him before, though. She had seen. She him. had seen him, but she wasn't like on top of him, rubbing him up and stuff. You know, I, yeah. I'm a big boy. I can get away with that. I can, I can hide. <laughs> I can hide twenty, thirty pounds. You feel me? You put on a big enough shirt. I look, I look like but, Usher walking in the room. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing that uh, strikes me with this whole sequence is. Rigor mortis. You are also pissing and shitting yourself. This yeah, it's pro- probably, probably smells smell- in that. It's probably smells in that. They probably smell wild. In there. Well, he already shat himself out. So no, oh, yeah, man. So he was just hey, a little piss kink is. I'm not gonna judge. So, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, she is traumatized. Another yet another movie where this type of stuff happens. Yeah. And Dante is another like kind of pe- kind of has another piece of shit moment where like he's like talking to the de- detective and she's like yeah she's probably gonna need a lot of therapy and he like takes that he's like God I don't want to date her anymore no <laughs> she's damaged like, goods yeah like <laughs> what a piece of shit yeah like, he caused this whole thing in the first place pretty much yeah 
And so now he's like, he's like mulling this over. He's like, I don't know. Do I want to date this girl that has trauma now? Or yeah. do I want to date this girl Bro. that wants me to go to school? Like it, it takes this from the realize that like Caitlin or not Caitlin, uh, Veronica is like the right one. But, but before this even happens, uh, Randall decides to take one for Dante anyway, and go and tell her that, uh, that Dante doesn't want to be with her anymore. And like, tells her, tells her about like Dante's plans with Caitlin mm-hmm. and all this. Yep. And then Veronica called, well, before that, Jay and Silent Bob come in and like, try to talk to talk some sense into Dante and, and silent Bob gives him, you know, he speaks for the first time. He's not silent. Yeah. He's not silent. He's Bob. He's, he's just Bob. Bob now. And he says that, you know, he's like, he's got a good, got a good thing going with Veronica. Don't, you know, take thing, take it for granted. Don't fumble. Yeah. He fumbled it. Cause yeah. Veronica calls Dante out on his bullshit. And he says that he wants to date Veronica, but she's like, no, you should, you said you didn't want to fucking date me. I fucking had enough of your shit. So yeah. See ya. Like she makes like, She's like, bro, like, he constantly tells Dante, like, go to school and get out of this, like, situation you're in that you're clearly miserable doing. Exactly. And Dante, like, continues to just, like, let himself be miserable. And she's like, I've had enough of this. Like, you're, like, completely, like, ignoring me. And, like, I've done so much for you and you haven't done anything for me. The average straight couple. (laughs) Tells him off. And then dante takes this to get mad at randall yeah he blames blames randall for all this shit he's like bro you shouldn't have told her that like bro yeah. you should have been talking Man, like that in the first place at least he's keeping it consistent with being a complete yeah. scumbag yeah. Dude, idiot so when R- R- randall is basically just doing what he like dante never had the balls to do in the first place yeah. randall randall called him out too and he made like, which i mean it probably shouldn't be his place to do that but still like yeah you, Randall just delivered what Dante never had the balls to deliver. But Dante basically said the same Veronica. thing, like about like bitching about an hourly wage job when you literally can go to school, like you know, and go like change your life, but you just want to bitch about it. Yeah. You know? One of my favorite uh, monologues in this movie is when uh, Dante and Randall just get done fighting, and yeah, like uh, Dante's bitching again, yet again, mm-hmm. whining, and Randall's like calls him out about how like, oh well, like you think you're so special yeah. like your job isn't like meaningless your life is meaningless you need to like get over yourself like the the world's not gonna uh like the way the world doesn't revolve around you like you need to like get over yourself and he like said, i told it for you bro <clears throat> do what's right mm-hmm. yeah yeah and then, then the two just clean up the store and close up that's the night oh well, yeah well this is this is one ending of the movie and uh, randall or dante's basically like oh well i have to come in again tomorrow yeah all right he said he's gonna call off tomorrow and randall's like oh, i'll go in tomorrow and then dante's also like well i have to go talk to veronica and try and patch things up and then visit caitlin at the hospital blah, 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 blah. yeah yep and uh but this isn't the only ending of the movie. Kent, you uh, let me know that this there's also an alternate ending. That's correct. Yeah, because I um I was one day I was in freshman software college um and I was at a Goodwill in Ann Arbor and I picked up a uh, clerk's 10, 10 year anniversary that had a director's cut mm. and it had an alternate ending and I was like let me put this on not knowing what was gonna happen and um it ends with this guy coming into the store and just straight up popping Dante and he just dies. <laughs> <laughs> he just dies and he literally the camera just kind of cuts out to him just like slumped on the counter dude dead i feel like well to get into this movie a little bit the movie plays out like it's the nine layers of hell dante's and dante inferno. is named Holy dante shit. because dante's inferno and there's so many like like it, the movie's kind of I, i'm using quotes in my fingers but like artsy in that like it like will have like very like encyclopedic word like a very like heady word before your each sequence of the movie each little vignette and each of these little sequences are supposed to represent a different layer of hell and there's nine of them i feel like the ending with the gunshot kind of like caps it all off where it's like this is the end of dante's journey through hell Mm -hmm. in that day 
But uh, I don't know. I think the ending, like the, the original ending, it kind of it, it makes sense because it's just another day. Yeah. You're going to start another day of the same bullshit. Yep. It's a continuation of the same yeah. shit every day. It's like the monotony of a nine to five convenience job. Mm hmm. But I, I do think the gunshot ending is actually kind of uh yeah it's, it caps it all off yeah because he gets nicely, shot oh yeah though. and the guy robs him I and mean, then it ends with the guy walking out of the store yeah, yeah and and honestly I like what you were saying there I almost like how this the the ending that they went with just because like it he leaves it open ended you don't know where he's gonna go with these relationships with these women mm -hmm. you don't know how that's gonna pan out you just know that his life sucks now yeah. <laughs> And he's, he, you don't have to deal with it, but he does. Yeah. And it's almost like, oh, he kind of, mm. he kind of ate it at the end. Yeah. He definitely eats it in the other ending, but it's almost just more literal. Yeah. Too. Oh, yeah. I mean, the Dante's Infernal thing is super dope. I love, I love, like, the just allegories and, like, the time of the stories and stuff like that. I go crazy for it. So. I may never get what I want. Berserker. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he, he said it. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, do you guys have like a favorite bit of the movie, or is there like a favorite sequence? Uh, I mean, I, I do love that monologue that oh, Randall gives. Uh, that, that's a really good one too. I, was, I mean, I think there's actually a lot of stuff that like. I mean, I'm I'm still working a mm -hmm. nine to five Me bullshit too. job. Uh, hopefully that'll change soon. But uh, I mean, I think we're all kind of in the, somewhat roughly the same boat here, where we're like we're still that same that age that Dante and yeah, because they're twenty two, so I'm, I felt seen. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. how I felt when I was twenty two. Oh yeah, I think a lot of people can take different things out of the like away from the movie too. Yeah, well that's that's the, that's the beauty of it being so relatable. It's, it's yeah. I mean it, it speaks to a whole generation. I mean this is definitely a nineties generation type thing. It's yeah. a slacker generation. It's uh, but it's still relatable. So. Lazy generation. The grunge generation. I mean, I feel like I don't know. I I don't know. I'm not so in touch with the 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 youngins nowadays to like know if this is still gonna hit with them. I mean, I guess I am the same age as like they were in the movie, so I guess this is for me. But I don't know if it's. I'd hope that it continues to be relatable. I mean, I think that a lot of these themes are very solid. It's gonna stay. This like people are still gonna work these shitty jobs. People are going to. You know, continue to uh, try to try to find the, where their the places in life uh, through. They might have said that like yeah. in the sequel the or world something. Does, how the world does this or something. I might be kind of. Yeah, I mean, let's hope that they get paid a little bit more in the future. Facts. But... Put that minimum wage up. Mm -hmm. Evan, did I tell you about my uh, insane uh, experience at Taco Bell last night? You told me it just it took a long time. And you got home super late from it, but I don't think you told me the details. Well, no, I didn't tell you about like the experience of the people. What happened? I've had plenty of weird experiences at Taco Bell, so... <laughs> uh, Evan, this was 3.30 at night. Oh, yeah. Uh, me and Lauren, after we, we went to see The Cure the night before, or that same night, and we got home. It was in Cleveland, so it took us three hours to get home. And me and Lauren were starving, and we were on the turnpike, so there was, like, no food on the way home. Mm -hmm. So, like, we had to kind of wait till we got home, to Like, because it's so late that none of the places that the, that the rest stops are open. Yeah. Like, the Burger Kings, Popeyes, whatever they have there. Yeah. 
So me and Lauren like go on a trek out to go to Taco Bell when we get home. And we I pull around, I kind of like go the wrong turn lane, and I notice people dancing in the parking lot. I'm like, shit, like this is gonna be this is gonna be interesting already. Oh boy. So I go around the corner to get back into the entrance and I pull up and there's these girls that are like absolutely like I don't know what they were on. It was like I didn't know if it was alcohol or like more than that. Cause like people that are drunk a lot of times are like they're they're crazy like they're they're slurry they're sloshy you know Mm -hmm. but they're not like amped up (laughs) like these girls these girls were on top of their car dancing music loud as fuck like just screaming like children having a crack i don't know what was going on and me and lauren just watching this happen like they're going insane like they're running around like they're like opening the car door, getting, putting their feet like like doing handstands with the moonroof. Like they were tweaking, yeah. And me and Lauren like kind of like pulling, like order, we like make our order, and then we pull up. We still hear them freaking out. And then one of them gets in the car, starts driving around, and I'm just like praying that they don't hit my car. And they go back around the corner and go behind us to order, and they're screaming, yelling into the like thing. Not even orders or anything. They're screaming, yelling at these people working like babies. Like they're like literally like just screaming. And uh, me and Lauren get up to the window. And we're like, are these people all right? Like, what's going on? And they're like, oh yeah, those are our coworkers. Oh yeah. Don't call the cops on them or anything. <laughs> I'm like, what? They're chilling. That's like, hold, hold up. Show, they're on- <laughs> like, they're, but behind us, these girls are literally on top of their car. Like the one girl is on top of it. They're blowing steam. And hey. Some of dudes play hockey on the roof. They're, Same thing. They're, they're yeah. on their 15-minute break, you know? But, because uh, me and Lauren are trying to figure out, we're like, are these girls, like, going to come in in a couple hours and work? Or, like, did they get off their shift and get crazy? But, like, they're obviously on something. I have two Taco Bells that I go to, like, around me, and they both just are absolute garbage. But, like, it's a regular occurrence. Like, I'm more shocked, like, if I don't see, like, some of the coworkers just, like, smoking Yeah, I swear to, outside. like, smoking weed, like, like, smoking. like chief, and, chief and blunts. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, every time. Like, there, there's been multiple they, times where, like, there's no one in the drive I mean, this isn't just weed, though. They're yeah, well, yeah, the there's some other shit. They're on, a, they're on ice or something. Last time I tried getting Taco Bell was, like, after the first night I tied down. I, mean, I got home late, and, like, there's, like, three cars ahead of me, and, like, I'm the first one to get up to the window, and all those three cars, like, get their food and drive away. And I'm sitting there for like 10 minutes at the like the order menu. And this guy, all of a sudden, this guy appears from behind the menu and he just goes, Sorry, we don't have any headsets right now, so I can't take your order. I'm like, Bruh. I'm like, what do you mean you don't have headsets? Let me write it down in pen and paper. Well, well, that's what I said. I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, We just don't have any. I'm like, well, how'd you take their orders? <laughs> He's like, Well, they were working before. Now they just don't work. I'm like, Oh, okay. what? he goes, I can't take your order uh, from out here because it's a safety issue. I'm like, but you're already out here, aren't you? Yeah. He goes, he goes, I'm not supposed to be. So I just, I just drive away. I'm like, I don't know what that even means. <laughs> they let us order from our f- feet in the drive through at Wendy's in Florida. Yeah, I, 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 I was like, I don't know what this even fucking means. Be, this is an NBA young boy concert at this shit by my local Taco Bell. <laughs> 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 one time at the same taco bell i pulled up in the window and the guy was like hey welcome to taco bell just so you know we're out of beans we're out of ice 
we're out of large cups. I'm about to make and, a sketch out of that. And, and we can't fry anything. I'm like, first of all, what are you frying <laughs> oh, a Taco Bell? Uh, Second of all, like... How are you out of ice? Yeah, how do you out of ice? Just go buy a bag of ice or just make some. Why don't you tell me what I can order instead of making me guess? That, that's what I said. I'm like, what can I order? He goes, I don't know. Just order something. And I'll tell you if you can make Dude, it or not. that's so funny. <laughs> that, <laughs> I was like, okay. I've just been like, what are, what other, what are other people ordering? Yeah. Taco like, Bell bro. sucks now. No, Taco Bell has like three things on the menu at this point. There's like quesadilla taco and like yeah, burrito those are like the three things though, you can order the one thing it. that i have found about taco bell is if you're vegetarian or vegan you can go berserk you can get a bean burrito load that boy up with yeah extra vegetables extra toppings so i think the meat mm-hmm. eaters are down bad but the, the vegans are eating it. they're up <laughs> del taco is just as many good vegan options it's way better that's well see but the del taco I gotta drive through like drive past like four to get to a Del Taco. You feel me, sir? Yeah, I got one right by me, so that's that's fire. So good for you. I do not live near. I do not live near Del Taco, and the, I've had it twice, and I didn't like crazy. it. Crazy, but crazy. Maybe I'm just ordering the wrong shit. But yeah, like, I, I feel gotta, like I gotta, Taco Bell. The last time I went through, I actually had a shitty meal. Uh, I got the carnitas fries, and they were really bad. But every, like that's like one time out of like fifty times I've had amazing meals at Del Taco. Oof, all this taco talk makes my stomach hurt. Taco Bell got nacho fries though, so uh, those are I, don't, right. I don't like do backflips for them, but they're they're not bad. I they're solid, they're pretty tasty. Del Taco has the 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 fish taco. That thing slaps. Ugh. I mean, I'm not ordering a fish taco from a fish. Hey, I'm a I'm a fish fillet guy, so judge me all you want to. Bro, what? No, oh, no I, I mean, didn't want fi- John I'm a scumbag. I'm a scumbag. Bro, not Long John Silver's. Fish from fast food isn't that bad. If Long John Silver's that that uh that uh three piece cod, good. Oh my god. That's what I'm saying. I'm a complete scumbag, so I am not one to judge. Fish from fast food isn't that sickos. bad. And I'm here for all the scrutiny. If you have something to say, I totally understand. That shit is awful. I, I, I mean, I I get it, but like people eat fish sticks. That's and that's why and that's why I eat that bullshit because my my mama had me eating fish sticks and shit. My dad don't even eat that shit. Like it's so funny. Yeah. You know what? Who has a really good fish sandwich? That was Popeyes. That shit is gas. Evan, now you have challenged me at my palate. Oh, well, you were just talking shit about us eating ordering fast food fish, and now you're like, oh man. That is fast food fish, Evan. You're on the hot seat. Here's the thing. I'm not getting <laughs> a fish taco. And I'm not going to Long John Silver's in general. <laughs> oh, my God. The hush puppies go off. Yeah, okay. hush puppies slap there. Bro, Trevor, you get me, dude. <laughs> I, I have long, used to have a Long John oh. Silver's in Allen Park, and I used to get there every once in a while. I drive past that, and I'm, I kind of put my hand to the window. Madison's like, I'm going to smack you. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> like She's like, it got closed for a reason. I'm like, fuck you. Because <laughs> they closed, they closed the pop, they closed, um, Popeyes on by, and CMU, and I'm like, they don't appreciate that shit. Oh, they closed that. Well, then they opened it again. Like, oh, okay. my freshman year, they was closing, and then my senior year, they opened that new one. Okay, okay. I feel the same way about Arby's though. Arby's is foul. I can't, I can't eat Arby's. It's just not good. I like the, the don't don't ask me my opinion on Arby's. The curly the curly fries are great though. I think they're overrated. I don't think they're that good. I like them. If if Laura wants Arby's, I'll be like, okay, I'll just give me a give me a side of curly fries. I'll, sl- I'll smack those. I had Arby's though since like Obama was president. I'm, I swear, <laughs> Arby's is. Nasty. See the meat. Uh, the meat just doesn't taste. Uh, the cheese and meat combo at Arby's just never tastes good. Bro, I'm about to be a vegan in the next two weeks. I'm just, uh, I can't. 
I can't with the meat. Bro, fucking double beef and cheddar. <laughs> Kill me, dog. Like, I, I I gotta get out of here for a second because I literally just ate this beef, like, Asian dish and now I can feel my stomach doing the freaking cat daddy, bro. Yeah. All right, well, let's get into the cold ending, All right, I cool, guess, because cool. we've been talking about uh, yeah. fast food for quite a bit. Yeah. And we're working Venus. Fucking Americans, bro. god damn yeah. So, Clerks. I mean, we all love it. I mean, this is... Classic. Classic. Uh, definitely, definitely it's a movie. definitely a movie. Definitely in my top... It is a movie. <laughs> definitely in my top comedy movies. Probably top five, honestly, I'd it's say. It's probably a top five film for me. And it's up there. Top 20, maybe. Yeah, it's it's, it's up there. Because it's just so simple. Like, it, it, like it's, my, it's my cheapest movie probably on my top list. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, it's... That's it's my stripped back movie. Oh yeah, Kevin Smith expertly used that budget to, like, there's only like a few nitpicks I'd have like about it, and like even the, a lot of the nitpicks people have yeah. of it, I'd be like, yeah, well I can forget about it and like yeah, enjoy it's... just the the simple dialogue, the the plot that yeah. like per, is like perfect amount of like action in it. The one the one scene that like bothers me is that like casket scene, but you know you can forget about it. Yeah, uh, it's very quick and it, it le- the lead up to mm. it has one of the best bits of the movie in my opinion. Yeah, I love it too. I mean, the hockey scene kind of throws me off as a hockey player, but at the same time, when the dude is just bitching at him, I'm like, okay, this is, this is great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I, Kevin Smith loves hockey too, so you can't, you can't blame him yeah, for throwing that in the movie. Best sport, bro. Best sport. Mm. It, it, it is definitely, I mean, I yep. think it's the most rewatchable sport. So sick. Yeah, I mean, it's so much fun to play too, especially if you're a large man. <laughs> <laughs> just fucking people up. Or why? You don't even got to be tall, bro. If you're just like dense, like you, you got it. Fucking people up. Dude, for real. So, yeah, with Clerks, uh, I mean... Five stars easily. Yeah, yeah. It's so singular of a movie, too. I can't even, like think of much recommendations i mean there's a lot of like very laid back like comedy move or comedy sh- i mean i think that like uh it's always sunny ken brought up mm-hmm. and it's like it has that it has that chaos yeah. but it's also like uh charming and like it's comforting in the same way it's like a comforting chaos mm-hmm. yeah yeah so intimate because it just it feels like a bunch of friends just got together and made the movie because yeah. pretty much that's what it is i mean seinfeld but yeah. i mean everyone should be already watching seinfeld anyway napoleon dynamite i think in films kind of is similar similar it's almost like it's son in a way yeah it's, you know similar story indie low budget the movie slacker by uh what's his name uh richard linklater yeah yeah linklater that movie i love that movie I, yeah i know about that one because i studied that one when i was studying clerks yeah i mean I it's, I, think, school, I think i think clerks is like the step two of uh slacker slacker's a little bit less funny there's less humor but i think kevin smith saw clerks and it's like i can make this really funny and like take this format and put into comedy in a great way mm-hmm. comic book nerds man they're good they're good filmmakers i don't know man that's how i feel yeah who'd you say comic book nerds are just good filmmakers because they know, oh, yeah, they know yeah. character writing so well yeah and then obviously mall rats oh yeah it's, it's like i mean it's by kevin smith as well but it's and it's got two of the same actors. Yeah, it has Jay and Silent Bob come yeah. back, and then uh, it, you, you, yeah. you add... Then, and I'm not even the biggest fan of Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back. I mean, I've actually seen that one. I haven't seen it. It's so dumb. Like, it's so dumb. <laughs> it's really yeah. stupid. I, I mean, I, I'm, I haven't seen it, so I can't say much, but I think that with the vibe I get from some of the later Kevin Smith movies, he lets the plot kind of overtake the comedy. Almost. Is, 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 is that a fair assessment? Yeah, that's kind of how oh, I felt watching Dogma. Have you seen Dogma? Dogma? I haven't seen it yet either. I've been like, because I've been waiting to watch that one, I think, because it's hard to get on blu-ray or dvd and no yeah it's notoriously hard to find yeah because miramax tried to hide it because of the religious stuff going on in it it seems like kevin smith's like atheist like 
uh, Redditor movie to me. But... It's kind of dope, though, because at the same time, you can tell he was studying the Bible. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, there's like, the yeah. Dante's Infernal aspect of uh, Quirks going on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, Quirks. Quirks. Amazing movie. Absolute classic. Everyone should watch it at some point in their lives. Yeah. It, it started like a almost like a movement of independent cinema in a way. Oh, yeah, totally. At least from what my, my professor was telling me, how like, it kind of kickstarted a lot of those type of movies because mm-hmm. even like the Goodwill Huntings and stuff like kind of yeah. emerged from that. So yeah. it's his, it's an historical piece in a way. A lot of influences. Uh, a movie about blowjobs and Snow, <laughs> snowballing and having sex with old men, <laughs> dead old men, ends up becoming one of the most important comedy movies of all time. Which I wouldn't have it any other way. It's like so weird that like Stonehenge and like you know the dinosaurs died, and then we got Clerks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> one leads to the other. <laughs> and then, you know, court, we, we got Quirks, and then we get that amazing Kevin Smith tweet. Talking about that taint that pones his dick. <laughs> pones. I missed the phrase pone. That is so 2010 coded. That is so funny. Spelled with the zero. We got to bring it back. Pwned. Bring back World of Warcraft and bring back the word pone. Dude, and then like Reddit died today. Like, what's going on? Reddit died today? Uh, I guess it's not like that it's dead. It's like 80%, 85% of its users are kind of like on strike for something. You'll have to look into it. I don't want to say that. Redditors are on strike. Come on. That means they, <laughs> in other words, they have to vacuum their bedrooms. <laughs> <laughs> they, got, they were told to take a shower. They had to bathe. This is, yeah. this is It's six months incredible. of the year, guys. It's time to take our... our this is incredible. <laughs> well, I, w- I wish them all the gold. The Reddit gold. All the gold. Yeah, yeah clerk. Uh, this is Fistful of Popcorn. That was episode five. I'm Trevor. I'm Evan. The new co-host. I'm Kent. Hope you guys get used to this. Let's go. Thanks for listening. See you. Thanks for listening to the Fistful of Popcorn podcast. For more fistfuls of fun, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And check out our website for movie articles and Find these links in the episode's description. Tune in next time for more movie reviews and people talking about stuff.